High School Slumber Party is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For all things Cage Club related, head on over to cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Welcome, poets, hippies, fangirls, and techies. Oh, and an extra special shout-out to my friends in the Foreign Exchange Program. This is High School Slumber Party, the podcast where we and some friends look back at our teenage years through the lens of some iconic high school films. I'm Brian Rodriguez, and the Slumber Party's at my house this evening. But first, class is still in session. So, the Cusack blockade continues... Nobody has turned in that part of the homework assignment successfully. Though, I have to say, valiant effort from Cage Club Reverend Mike Manzi. He tried his best and gave us a nice shout-out, which I shared on our Twitter page. Check it out, at HS Slumber Party. He reached out to Cusack, but still blocked. Cusack, please let our Twitter page go. We want to talk to you. We're fans. We're going to do some more Cusack movies. Come on! I don't know. I don't know how else to plead, but I'm not stopping this. If every episode of High School Slumber Party has to include a mention of the Cusack blockade, then so be it. Your other assignment was to watch American Pie, if you hadn't already. We did part one of the podcast last week, and this is part two. It's not a podcast about American Pie 2. It's just part two of our podcast on American Pie 1. For all those who needed the clarity, I guess. (laughs) So if you saw American Pie, was it your first time? What did you think? Did you like it? Yeah, it's a little problematic. Of course, there's the video recording without consent scene, which we talk about a lot today with my guest and former PSLF Hoffman co-host Kyle Reinfried. But there's also, like, this sense of... Well, well, you've heard people, like, toss around the term the male gaze... This is totally one of those films that's like a male gazy film. And like other stuff like all the women are in their 20s or older and they're so beautiful. Even the ones that are supposed to be dorks or ugly are very, very pretty. And the guys, I mean, some of them are pretty guys, I guess. But uh, they're all younger and they're definitely not the objects of desire. It's an interesting study piece, really. But trust me, I don't want to ruin all the pastry sex. This film has its moments, and, you know, most of all, I'd love to hear from you guys. So hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, wherever. I want to get the dialogue started. American Pies was a very popular film when it came out, but I feel like it could be polarizing today. Maybe some of you love it, maybe some of you don't. Ah, you know that sound. The bell. Eighth period's over. Friday is done. Time to go home and time to slumber it up. By the way, I don't know if you can hear, but I think the microphone keeps hitting my beard. I could not grow a full beard in high school, and now I hate shaving. So I think high school me would be jealous of current me, 
with the beard. Probably the only thing high school me would be jealous of, but whatever. Regardless, let's get ready. Come on. You know it by now, hopefully. Pack your favorite jammies. Tell your mom you're sleeping over Brian's. Because we're about to get our party on. One more time, let's hear that song Laid by James. And, uh, class dismissed. This film, again, it, it, it starts off, and I think the trailer starts off as well, with Jim being caught in the act of masturbating. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of one of the iconic scenes, I'd say, like the channel scrambled and his parents come in. Yeah, there's a, there's there's the gross out scenes, which is, you know, when uh, Vicky is giving oh yeah rookie yeah of the at, year uh, at the party yeah bj and then sp- spits into the cup and then stifler drinks it and then you know and, and that's how every film always has like jim then jim in the second one he glues himself while watching porn that's like the internet thing and in the beginning of that movie he gets caught by his parents while having sex with like a girl in the girl's parents walk in that's like the sock thing it's you know these films just have and then they mirror each other like, yeah exactly. other, in, i think in wedding like he shaves his like pubic hair and it yeah, ex- yep, like throats yep. oh gross <laughs> um it goes no, onto the again, cake because the this event. one opens up like you said he has the sock on him that's i would say that's a relatable moment because that's like that's a very embarrassing moment for anyone. Yeah, but go wait until your parents go to fucking bed. Like he's not doing the right thing. Kyle, were you ever were you ever caught in the act? No comment. <laughs> just, I was kidding. I did not expect you to answer that question. <laughs> if you did, I would have been like, maybe we're not going to talk about that. But again, that's something that's still 
really embarrassing. So less of a gross out here. This is more of like a wacky but relatable moment. Yeah, silly, relatable, dirty moment. <laughs> and then you alluded to it too. Um, there, there's a party that happens not soon after where I guess everybody's there. We see like Jim, like he's going to talk to Nadia and he kind of fails. What's his name? Kevin, which is Rookie of the Year. He's kind of trying to put pressure on Tara Reed to have sex, but they have that blowjob instead. Mm-hmm. And that's something that was different in the unrated and the regular one. Like, it kind of just, like, cuts to the cup. And in the, this one, there's, like, more of, like... You cloudiness. see more of... Yeah. Yeah, cloudiness and the liquid in there. Ooh. Is it... Stifler drinks it, right? Stifler yeah. accidentally drinks it? Yeah. And he throws up on that one girl. God, I can't believe how many cool people are at this party. Yep. <laughs> and you got a keg, too. Wow. Indeed. Oh, wait, I left my beer downstairs. No, no. Here, babe. <laughs> Thanks. You're really beautiful. Oh. Really? Oh, yeah. Doing what? Well, you know, like, if we hook up tonight, tomorrow I'll just be some girl you go telling all your friends about. <laughs> no way! Steve, you could at least look at me when you say that. Look, Sarah, I, I wouldn't go telling stories or anything about you. I promise. So just relax, take it slow, and let the good times roll. Okay. All right. What's wrong? What's wrong? What is it? Yep. She looks really high school. I don't know if you remember. Like the girl he's talking to. Yeah, she had that that voice. Well, the one thing about high school movies that you never see is bad skin. <laughs> you know, like they all have like really pristine actor skin. Yeah, that's. And and you go to high school, like you you could you could light the streets of 1842 Boston, Massachusetts, with all the oil on high school kids' skins. You know, yeah. you wouldn't need to go wailing. It just. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not going to come off great on camera. I get it. Um, oh, oh, the scene, bef- like, I guess before the party, Oz, or while the party's happening, Oz is going on a date with a college girl. Oh, what does uh, he Chris say? Klein. It's such a douchey... Suck me beautiful. So, what's your major? Postmodern feminist thought. Uh, cool. Great night, isn't it? Sure. Yeah, it's something about the springtime that's just cool, you know? Like the smell of fresh rain or something. Mm. Suck me, beautiful. What did you just say? Suck me, beautiful. (laughs) Friends call me Nova. As in uh, Casanova. That's pathetic. (laughs) Jeez, you don't have to laugh at me. Well, there's just some things you need to learn, that's all. Like what? Well, you've got to tone it down. You don't need to come to a place like Lookout Point and spout off cheese ball lines to be romantic. Okay. 
You have to pay attention to a girl. Be sensitive to her feelings. Relationships are reciprocal. Come on, Casanova. I'll take you back to your friends. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. They Terrible. call me Nova. Yeah, he's a Casanova. And oh. he kind of like, he kind of like, like she tells him off, and he kind of like, oh yeah, oh, I understand. You know, like he's like, oh. <laughs> he's such a goofy guy. Like, for like a Good looking popular guy, he's a goofy motherfucker. Yeah. I think he was going on a date with like a girl that's like, you know, a year older than in college. And it's just so I don't know. What was Finch doing at the party? I don't remember. He doesn't show up. Remember he's like the next morning he's like, Oh, I wanted to make a appear late, but then when I showed up the party was over. Oh, you're right. Okay, so the next morning this is where I bring up the party because this is where the pact happens. Yeah. That you said Rookie of the Year makes a speech. But I love it is because they see Chuck Sherman, who's like the dorkiest of dorks, walk out of like a hot girl walks out of like a bedroom and he's mm-hmm. like, Yeah, like yeah, I had sex with her. And they're like, How does he have sex and not us? So they make a pact to lose their virginities by prom or, or at least at prom, you know, by the end of the year really. Yeah. I cannot believe this. Come on, guys, you know, we should be happy for Sherman. No, we shouldn't be. You know, I put in months of quality time with Vicky. Sherman meets a chick for one night and scores. This is just wrong. Oh, shit. How the hell am I supposed to become this Mr. Sensitive man? You know, we're all going to go to college as virgins. You realize this, right? (laughs) I mean, they probably have special dorms for people like us. All right, I got an idea. But it's got to stay between us. It's really simple. We just got to make an agreement. Or, no, it's, it's more than an agreement. What, a bet? A pact. No money involved. More important than any bet. Here's the deal. We all get laid before we graduate. Dude, it's not like I haven't been trying to get laid. Think about when you work out, Oz. You got to have someone there, right? Someone to spot you. Someone to keep you motivated. Well, that's exactly what we can do for each other. I mean, we'll, we'll be there to keep each other on track. Separately, we are flawed and vulnerable, but together we are the masters of our sexual destiny. Their tiger style kung fu is strong, but our dragon style will defeat it. Guys! The Shaolin masters from East and West must unite, fight, and find out who is number one. Guys! Come on, you're ruining my moment here. I mean, this is our very manhood at stake. We must make a stand here and now. No longer will our penises remain flaccid and unused. We will fight for every man out there who isn't getting laid and should be. This is our day. This is our time. And by God, we will not stand by and watch history condemn us into celibacy. Amen. I like that. Yes. We will make a stand. We will succeed. About time! We will get laid! Yes! Which, you know, that's just... Everyone does that, duh, so... So I guess we'll take the story uh, character by character here. I mean, we'll, I just I just want to skip along fast. People have seen American Pie. Uh, we have Jim. We'll we'll do Jim first. Jim's target is Nadia. Yeah, which is no clue flirting. how to do, and it's just kind of served to him on a platter. Yeah, it, she's into him. We learn she's into him. Which which is which is silly because like that, that definitely wouldn't happen. But we'll just take it as like she has a weird sense of what she thinks is attractive. Whatever, you yeah. Know? So they're in a class together, and she asks him, like, she's like, will you help me study? I'll come over your house. And yeah, like, after, like, some kind of practice, and she needs to get yeah, changed. Yeah, I have right? ballet class, so can I change in your house? He's like, yeah, totally. And him and, and oh, we'll get into this now, yeah. him and his friends concoct a very, by today's standards, but should have been by their standards, too, a very fucked up scheme 
They say, hey, she's going to be in your house changing. Let's film her. Yeah. <laughs> and broadcast her over the internet. Now, originally, and this isn't help, it was only supposed to be broadcast to, like, the friends, but it gets sent to the whole school. Yeah. Um, this is a very famous scene. She gets And I naked. guess it's not a recording, right? It's just live streaming? No, it's just a live stream, but still, she was not. <laughs> yeah, it's it's incredibly, you know, ethically, morally wrong. Not cool, not cool. Like, you should ask her first. Um, because you know what? Honestly, I don't know if the way they made this character, and I'm not saying it's a great character, if she would have said no to that. You she know? was kinky. Yeah, because, like, it, she, they didn't, it would be more fucked up if they, but this is what they thought they were doing. Like, they were just, like, filming her or watching her get changed, which, mm-hmm. again, that would be more fucked up, but she, she starts pleasuring herself. Yes, which, why would anyone do that in broad daylight at a stranger's house? Yeah, it's like, first she, yeah, she gets changed, and she takes everything except for her panties off, I think? Yeah, you you see breasts. Yeah, and then she lies down on the bed, and then opens up his nightstand and finds the porn that Jim's dad got him. Yeah, I mean, why you open I mean, uh, look, she's the one wronged here, but why you open up his Yeah, drawers? it's like, getting changed in a bedroom versus, like, I don't know, I'd be like, oh, can I use your bathroom? She should have, like, if she wanted to sleep with him, she should have told him, like... Yeah, when he's like, leaving the room, like, oh, you can stay. Oh, you can stay, you can watch me. You know, like, yeah. I'm, it's, I'm a little weird that she didn't do that, because she she was, like, banking on him walking in. And she's like, Jim, what are you doing? Why are you walking yeah. in? In your bedroom? <laughs> so Jim goes over to the friend's house, right? One of the friend's house. They're all watching. The Ferris Bueller sprint over. Yes, and then he Ferris Bueller sprints back to, like, join in, and she yeah. has him, like, dance. And, of course... Like the theme yeah, of this the name film. Now it's my turn to see you. Strip. Strip? Slowly. Uh, you, you mean like strip? Strip? For me. What is he talking to her about? Uh, no idea. Come on, Jim. People are viewing. Get to business. Perfect. Come on, James, move! Yeah, yeah, move. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's a... Uh, I'll look it up, and I'll get back to you. <laughs> he, um... And, and I think this is, like, the cameo from Blink-182. They're one of the people. Yeah. At least one of the members, or a couple of them, are, like, watching. They have a monkey, the spider monkey. Yes, they have a spider monkey. Blink-182 and a spider monkey are watching a girl who didn't consent to her uh, nakedness on the internet. Yay! Awesome. <laughs> and this wasn't, like, a hidden secret of the film. This is one of the main points of the trailer. Yeah. What a what a change, you know? We do not condone this at all. This is just something that's like, ah, uh, this is. They didn't definitely didn't think so at the time, but this is something that definitely dates the film. And I'm glad. I'm glad we've moved on in the culture. All they had to do, <laughs> all they had to do, was her being like, oh, let's let's use this camera to film each other. I'm not saying that's a good plot, but it just makes it a little bit more okay, you know. When it's just like, and you think that like. Someone's just gonna come over and study, but they have different plans. And then all of a sudden, just like <laughs> look at her, like going along the room. It's like, what's this camera for? Like, or I don't know. Or like, let's you know, your friends are watching. Oh, you're bad. Let's do it. You know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> nope. And <sighs> the thing is, also, he, there's no consequences for his actions either. 
that if that happens, he would be expelled. Well, there's no they should. There's like zero authority in this movie. It's not one of, like you know. There's great high school movies that have great. There's like you know the two. There's Jim's mom and dad, and then you know Jennifer Stifler's mom. Yeah, that's a trope of high school films that you see a lot, like adults who have no authority, who don't have real names. It's like credited at Stifler's mom, Jim's mom, Jim's dad, you know? They don't have, like, actual names. And they're just, like, played as, like, aloof or silly. Yeah, but on top of it, there's zero, like, teacher. There's the choir teacher. I think maybe the lacrosse coach, but it's not. But they're just... They're in They're in the scene because they need to be in the scene, but they're not part of the scene. You know? No, no. No, no, no. This is a student-centered film, or, or like a teenager-centered film. Mm-hmm. So, um, Jim, his other big story beats, I mean, let's go into it. Let's go into the pie. We've talked about it a lot. I mean, <laughs> I don't again, know if there's anything else to say. Why? I just need to say, why is he doing that in the middle of the day? Why is he having sex with a pie in his kitchen in the middle of the day? Yeah, take it upstairs. Like, what? Uh, it's just, if yeah, you really want not- to do that, take it upstairs. You know, I mean, a film like this doesn't need to be nitpicked, but there are some, like, simple... Uh, I don't know. I mean, he was already caught in his bedroom, so is it was the weird... Like, the things happened in his bedroom, but he's just like... At this point, he's like, ah, oh, fuck it, let's just do it in the kitchen. There was this, like, obscure animated show on MTV called Clone High that I used to watch. And it was about... It was... An, yeah, it was about uh all these clones of famous people who went to a fake high school together. And... Gandhi, who played like the horny young kid character. (laughs) Really? Yeah, no, it's honestly a great show. It was only one season, unfortunately. Uh, He's telling a story about like how he he wanted to see American Pie, and he was so excited the night before that he like slept in and missed the movie time. And and, like he never got to see it. It's like supposed to be like a cautionary tale. Like you need to get your sleep. That's the theme of the episode. Whatever. And he, they're like, why don't we just see it now? I'll rent it on DVD. And he's like, oh, I'm there. And they cut to like a scene later where he's like, why is he looking at that pile funny? Oh my god! Oh no, he didn't! (laughs) Oh, you fool! (laughs) He's like, wait a minute. Why is he looking at that pie so funny? Oh, you fool! Oh no, he did it! <laughs> like, you know, oh, you know God, it's mocking—it's mocking the movie, but it's also like that was literally the reaction they were wanting from people. Like, is he gonna yeah. do that? Oh, we had sex with the pie because they oh, play God. that cliche like, <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> they play the porn, the baseline porn, you know? Yeah. <laughs> what a like! Look, we all had our hormonal moments. We all sometimes probably still do, but that's that's on a different level. Yeah, and that, that's that yeah, shot I mean, just like the, respect a pie. <laughs> that shot of the pie like destroyed. Is that in the R version or no? Yeah. Okay, it's just like it's just on the table. Yeah. yeah. And then he goes, "Yeah, we'll just tell your mother you ate it all." Well, we'll just tell your mother that uh, that uh, we ate it all. Ugh. <laughs> so just. I want to bring everybody to prom at the very least. Mm-hmm. So things don't work out with Nadia. He's like he has a couple conversations with uh, Michelle, the band geek, mm-hmm. and they're always. It's the famous line: "This one time at band camp," and she's telling these corny stories the entire time. This one time at band camp, we all woke up, blah blah blah, you know. And then she asks him out, or he asks her out. 
he asks her. And she's like, sure, I'd be happy to go, you know? So that ends up being his prom date. Nadia is like, something happened. Oh, her she host family. She got sent back. Yeah, her host family sees the video, so, so they get sent, you know, she gets sent back. So her prom date, his prom date is Michelle. So that's him at prom. Who's next? Who do you want Chris to Chris Klein is going with Mia. Yeah, Chris Klein decides, I'm going to be more sensitive. His arc is like, Funny because he joins like the that stupid ass choir. Uh, it's a yeah, jazz you choir. You believe right? in magic? Yeah, and he honestly he's not that great a singer. If you believe in magic, don't you bother to choose if it's jug band music or rhythm and blues. Just go and listen. It'll start with a smile that won't wipe off your face, no matter how hard you try. Your feet start tapping and you can't seem to find how you got there. Do you believe in magic? Scooby doo doo bop. Scoo scooby doo doo bop. Yeah, And they're like, you need to do a, a, a solo song. And he meets Mina Savari there. And I didn't remember her character's name because they don't even say it that much. <laughs> no. And she has that stupid line, like, well, because she she takes a liking to him. He takes a liking to her. And then he she asks him out, like, on the lacrosse field. Like, asks mm-hmm. him to prom, and he's like, yeah, and then she, when she's walking away, like, Stifler's making fun of her. Like, yeah, and he's, like, doing the bend-over slapping motion. And, yeah, and, which, and, again. And, and uh, Oz is laughing, so she she's like, no, that's just stupid. I'm not gonna go is with it, him. And then, is it mean to do like that? Yes. Is it demeaning? Absolutely. But I have to be honest with you, I did that in high school. Like, a girl would talk to my friend, she'd walk away, and I would do like, oh yeah, oh, uh, you know, like kind yeah. of emotions. Uh, people are immature in high school. <laughs> yeah. I certainly was. And yeah, so she's not cool with that. And she has that really stupid line, like, you're not just a, like, I thought you were just a jock, but you're really a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. And that, you know, long story short, he doesn't have many scenes things, but that ends up being his, his prom date. But the big thing for him is he has a lacrosse game at the same time as the final jazz choir competition. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we'll, sa- we'll we'll save that one for like the prom part because like it kind of like rolls into each other. And he's like, I don't know, lacrosse or prom? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, she's a really nice girl. What's the line he has where it's like, you just kind of have to talk to people. <sighs> God, I'll, I'll, find, I'll find the clip. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just it was just even at the time i mean it's like yeah you got to get to know someone but just his character is just a little too i don't know he might be my least favorite character like he's good but he's just like his no character. i i know i know I, I get it and you have kevin and kevin again he's in the relationship with tara reed and his goal is just again to have sex with her yeah and she's like i'm not ready and her big thing is like she thinks the big thing is to say, I love you to each other. So yeah. she says, I love you. He's like, oh, I thought we were ready for sex. I don't know if I'm ready to say that. Um, but I love, again, so his brother, he calls his brother her advice, and his brother, of course, is played by Casey Affleck. Who can only give clear and responsible advice when it comes to respecting women. So. Oh, totally, yeah. And I pictured, like, he's the middle brother and Ben Affleck's the older brother. <laughs> That's and they, and they kind of like passed the book along. But like, yeah, it's Ben Affleck from Mallrats. Yeah, <laughs> definitely Kevin Smith, Ben Affleck, like yeah, or or Goodwill Hunting, Ben Affleck, one of those, or you know, whatever. Then it's like Casey yeah. Affleck. So they find this book 
and it's like a book passed along, and it gives like tips of how to get girls. It's yeah. kind of like a, Some like good a Tucker Max, yeah, hyper masculine book. Now, yeah, the big thing he takes from it is how to go down on her properly. Which, hey, that's I mean, that's a good message. You know? Yeah, and that's good. That's good. There's a there's an orgasm gap in this country, and that yeah. goes a long way to solve it. However, the first page he opens to, or one of the first pages, says like, "Vibrators are your enemy." Like, <laughs> let a woman do what she wants in her own time, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's You not... shouldn't be jealous of that. No. So I don't think this is like a a forward-thinking book. It's just <laughs> the page. <laughs> no. But it leads to a great scene of Tara Reid saying, I'm coming, which is incredibly hot. So. <laughs> yes, yeah, so he uses the tools to give her her first orgasm. Yeah. And, like, her dad knocks on the door. These people need to stop doing things in broad daylight. <laughs> like sneak into the house with like parents home and a lake yeah. and like not no locks on their bedroom doors. Yeah, and, he, and, and the dad knocks on, and that's good casting too because they would look like her parents, you know. Yeah, and the, the dad knocks on the door and he's just like, "Oh, come for dinner." She's like, "I'm coming, I'm coming." And he's like, "Okay," <laughs> <laughs> and like that's really his arc. But honestly, not much happens there till the prom. Like they kind of talk it over. Right? Like, there's not a lot of build with some of these characters to the prom. No, it's not. I mean, they all have, like, their little, like, struggles here and there. I mean, definitely... I mean, our our lead is Jim, even though it's this group of friends. Yeah. And so he bears the brunt of the stuff. But then Finch, like, deals with, like, stuff, too. No, Finch he has gets, a funny... He gets, like, the life. next most embarrassing thing with Stifler putting the laxatives. Cause yeah, so first school. he goes to Jessica. I mean, yeah. we don't see it, but, like, he cultivates a uh, an image around him that he's, like, he's got tattoos, and he rides a motorcycle, and... And fuck like, Stifler's mom. Yeah, yeah, he already puts that rumor out there, and then yeah. he has, like, like a big dick. Like, this is... This, like, he, he's trying to... Which is silly, because, like, on prom night, they're gonna find out that a lot of these things aren't true. But his strategy is the most, like, the most, arguably the most fucked up, but also the most savvy. Cause it, it yeah, it's the work. most, like, I guess, like, technical thought put into it. But again, they're all supposed to be helping one another, and they all just kind of do their own thing. I think <laughs> one person suggests, oh, like, a library or a choir chick. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, find somebody like that, but that's not a bad suggestion. Like, yeah. find somebody and I get, and I guess they're like talking to Jim about Nadia. I don't know, whatever. It's just... They chat about it, but they all do things like their own way. It's not like Kevin shares all the book secrets with them, and they're like, oh, I'll do this, I'll do that, you know? Yeah. Um, it's so, not like so, one of those movies where they're like outside the window or on walkie-talkies coaching one another through. No. Stuff. So you mentioned, um, you mentioned though the laxative scene. Stifler finds out that. He's spreading those rumors, and Stifler hates Finch. Like of all the people in the group, like they they hate each other. Yeah, that's that's the like one of the more like that's like a high school like relationship I've seen. You know, Stifler type picking on the Finch type. Yeah, for sure. And he ruins his chances. Like Finch would have had like a million dates, so Finch ends up going stag. And on prom night, the only like guaranteed sexual experience is Kevin because. Tara Reed in class is like, I want to have sex with you. He says, well, she's like, I want to have sex now? with you. Now? Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, now? You know. <laughs> <laughs> so they know, like, so Kevin's like, he thinks he's going to get, like, the luckiest. Yeah. Um, Finch thinks he's struck out completely. Jim's going with Michelle, but he definitely thinks it's not, like, serious. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, he thinks that she's just a total innocent band geek. But... Yeah. 
Jessica ends up saying she'll go with Finch because she feels bad, and she like what? Oh, she bought him like a flask, a nice flask with yeah, some. Yeah, she of the bought money she bought her. earrings for herself and a flask. Yes, yeah. and she's like, "Listen, we're not going to do anything." Yeah, it's, correct me if I'm wrong, but the character's later revealed to be a lesbian in one of the movies. Yes, which is she in real life? I think she isn't Orange and New Black, right? <laughs> like, I don't know. She might be. I mean, they're all lesbians in Orange and New Black. <laughs> she pl- she plays she plays a lot of uh like gay characters so yeah. maybe she is I'm not I can't confirm that I don't know but but uh yeah she says she's not you know gonna do anything with him but she's nice about it and she's like like a legit prom date to him and and which which is great and who do we miss oh Oz oh Oz stupidly it's like oh we got the big lacrosse game out of your at the that. same time yeah at the same time at the same location as the choir competition and there's no <laughs> stakes in this lacrosse game because no, they're up like they're like the monsters versus the looney tunes yeah yeah they're up by well that's not a good analogy because the monsters ended up losing but they're up by so many goals or i guess they're called goals in lacrosse points or something that when he leaves, like the coach is like, "What are you doing, Oz?" He leaves. <laughs> yeah. They're not going to lose the game, you know. It wasn't yeah. that it's tied and he lost. That would. Why didn't they do that? That would have like been like, "Wow, he really chose the girl." He made the easy choice. He could have his cake and eat it too. They won the freaking game, mm-hmm. and he went to the choir competition. He sang in the choir and he got the girl. There's that other scene too, and I feel like there was going to be more backstory to Oz, and they just didn't include it. Where he's like working the night shift at a, they oh, meet yeah. at like a wiener hut or something. Uh, dog ears. A uh, dog ears, yeah. They meet at like a hot dog place. That's like their, their location, and like he works the night shift there, because <laughs> his dad is like the day manager, uh-huh. and I feel like they wanted to portray like Oz has a heart of gold because he didn't grow up in like the best situation but they didn't go into it enough and whatever you know <laughs> so so he doesn't know if he's gonna have sex there because she finds out about the pact right and he's like it's not about that so he goes with her as his date but he's like I don't really need to have sex with this girl like I found someone I really like yeah yeah he, he's the most like mature at the end of it for sure I mean, so, from the, from the, was it again? Suck me, baby? Uh, suck me beautiful. <laughs> yeah, suck, suck me, yeah, suck me beautiful to like having a, you know, lovely woman in his life. And he's just like, yeah, like, I'm just happy she's with me. And with, you know, when it happens, it happens. So prom is not a big deal. It's just like a kind of like corny band. It's like, for all the talk of prom, it's really after prom that we're talking about. Which yeah, at, it's all about the lake house. Stifler's yeah, like, which, it's funny because they they go to the lake in American Pie two, and they don't stay. It's at the same lake? lake. Yeah, no, they're in Michigan. Oh, okay. You know, it's definitely the same lake because that's you know that's like our shore. You know, gotcha. Maybe there's a throwaway line like they sold the lake house or something, or like they could. Yeah, maybe. Use it. I don't remember. I haven't seen that one in a while. But it's funny that they like they rent one instead, or maybe they just wanted that you know that sense of responsibility. Who knows? <laughs> Regardless, it's it's really about it's really about like the lake house here. And they all go up there. Iconic moments definitely happen at this lake house. Jim, famously, like, he's talking to Michelle, not thinking he's going to get laid. And she's like, this one time at band camp, I stuck a flute flute up my vagina. (laughs) Yeah, I think she says pussy. Get it. (laughs) Oh, and this one time at band camp, I stuck a flute in my pussy. (coughs) Excuse me? What? You don't think I know how to get myself off? Hell, that's what half a band camp is. Sex ed. So, are we gonna screw soon? Because I'm getting kind of antsy. 
A pussy, yeah. Yeah, which is, and he's like, huh? And yeah. he's like, oh, yeah, no, I saw your video on the internet. I'm, I'm with you because you're a sure thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I knew you'd be a sure thing. Like, it's just like, whoa. And but, then, like, uh, it's a funny arc. Like, and then what does, he say, what does he say the next day? I was used. He wakes yeah, up yeah. She just literally, like, takes advantage of him, uses him, and leaves. And he's happy about it. But, like, they both got what they wanted, so that's uh-huh. fine. It's really funny that she ends up being his main love interest throughout the series. Yeah, exactly. Then they eventually have a kid together. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, man. So, I mean, that's really, like, Jim's arc. So he accomplishes the goal. Who else? Oh, Kevin. That's my favorite one. Kevin and Tara Reed. Because, because they have it's, sex. like, very real. Yes! It's, like, a first-time experience. It's, like, a little painful for her. It's awkward. It's weird. And I love their faces, right? Like yeah. they Oh, their faces around. afterwards? It's, like, on level of, like, not, it's not nearly on level, but it's, like, the graduate, them on the bus, like, just realizing, what the fuck did we just do? Yeah, yeah. And he, he has that look, but he's, he's, like, he feels rewarded, and she feels, like, for him, he th- I think he thought it was the start of the next chapter of his life. Well, yeah, and then exactly, she's like, I need to hear you say it, and he says, I love you, before like they start like having sex or whatever, but then, yeah, he thinks it's just like, just the next like great beginning, and she's just like, she realizes, you know, it's the summer, and then we're both going to different schools, like, we need to move on, so. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's great, like, she's like, to her, it's the end of a chapter. And for him, it's it, he thought it would be the beginning. And he's a little disappointed. He doesn't express it. But if you want to like pretend that the writing is really great in this series, he doesn't in almost every film, or almost every film, like he's like kind of pines over her, or at least is like... Yeah, exactly. That's one of like the tropes and like the story beats that like he always he always has. The, he's like, we should do. We need to lose our virginities. We need to go to the lake house. And yeah, he's definitely the instigator of the group. And, and yeah, not, like, and then he has his like away. whiny moments that they all have to go talk to him. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Oz takes uh, again Mina Savari's character up. I can't remember her name. Sorry, and. What I love about their scene, and look at the, I don't think this film's terrible, but what I love about their scene is it's ambiguous whether they have sex or not. They definitely have. Yeah, they're in, just in the loving moments. embrace on the lake. Yeah, it's like little, little like too romantic for high schoolers, but still. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's kind of like pretty and and you know it, it's ambiguous, and that's like he went from a guy like bragging about sex and saying "suck me beautiful" to like a nice ambiguous relationship. Do they continue to date throughout? Um, the series. The, I mean? Yeah, she's in Europe, and then she ends up like coming, like surprising him, like at the lake house. Then neither of them are in the third one, and then the fourth one, they're not together. But she's with like a jerk doctor, and he's like some like he's like a ESPN like personality type, and uh. and then is with like a very shallow like Hollywood kind of person, and they end up together. Oh, that's nice. I like that. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I like that arc for Oz. And a re- then Reunion's we- a good... Reunion's a pretty good movie. I think they... I almost think that they get... Each one gets better. It's like one and two are kind of... You know, they're just very similar. You think three is better than one and two? Real, I laugh at three a lot. Three is by far of the four the crappiest rated one. That's fine. By the way, I don't think I mentioned the Rotten Tomatoes. This is 60%. Rotten Tomatoes by the critics and 61% by the audience. Well, I would think higher by the audience. No, I would think it's higher, too, but I mean, that's fair. Yeah, and American Pie 2 is 52% by the critics, 68% by the audience. It's a little higher audience-wise than the first one, but I think it's... I think they're on par. Lesbians. 
<laughs> what American Wedding is fifty four percent. I guess I guess that's on par. Fifty four percent critics, sixty three percent audience. Yeah, those aren't like they're all too... they're all shooting around the same, you know. Yeah. American Reunion. So I remember watching American Reunion. And I remember saying like, if you're a f- our age and you're a fan of these films, like it's a good film. Like, but if you just like watch American Reunion Cold Turkey, it'll make no sense, you know. <laughs> yeah, just this, the the emotional stakes don't mean nothing to you. Exactly. And they, they, they I feel like they keep downgrading um Rookie of the Year. Like there are certain movies where he doesn't have much to even say. I think it's wedding. Wait, wait who? You- Rookie of the Year, Kevin. Oh yeah. He yeah, he really doesn't have much to say in the third one. He was just there for a paycheck. <laughs> it becomes much more like all of them are like very like Jim and Stifler, like those are the two. Yeah, they, they, they recognize like that. You know, Jim, Jim is a lead, and Jim needs to get into situations. And then, like Jim is the heart, and then Stifler is just like the you know, for sure. Break, so forty four percent on Rotten Tomatoes, sixty three percent. So the audience score is all in the sixties. So. Like yeah, always like kind of similar. I guess number two had the highest, and yeah, yeah which is kind so. of weird. So you know yeah. what I mean. If it's not like they ever exceeded their expectations as a franchise, but it's not like they like killed it like The Hangover or something. They kind of stayed in that range. Yeah. So um, I guess oh duh, we forgot to talk about Finch. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, we have to close it with Finch. Finch. Uh, Finch walks into a room and is looking for some you know a better drink than just you know whatever's in the keg and who's in there voluptuous Jennifer Coolidge. Are you lost? Stifler's mom, I... No, no, not lost, just, um, you know, taking the tour. Hey, uh, thank you for letting us have this wonderful party. As if there was an alternative in the matter. So you enjoying yourself? Um, three sheets to the wind, man. I'm so happy for you. But it takes the edge off, doesn't it? So where's your old date tonight? Oh, no date. It was it was a bathroom incident. Pardon me? Never mind. Do you have anything to drink? I believe the kegs are upstairs. That is what the Cretans drink. I'm talking about alcohol, liquor, the good stuff. All right. I got some scotch. Single malt? Aged 18 years. The way I like it. Why don't you go grab a glass from the bar? I think I should. Allow me. So I said, this is very obviously a Pierre della Francesca. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, uh, would you object if I said that you were quite striking? 
That's revenge. Are you trying to seduce me? Yes, ma'am, I am. You're dead. <laughs> and she likes her men the same way as her alcohol, aged 18 years. And that is just... See, that's why like this wasn't creepy to me. It wasn't like an older woman preying on a younger guy. Because he's an old soul, you know? So it worked. Yeah, perfectly. and you know, I love that's this definitely, scene. like, people don't care as much as young men being preyed on by older women. As... No, 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 for sure. But I'm trying to, like, be <laughs> even about it, yeah. you know? And it, it was a great scene. And it just, how pissed off Stifler is. Like, Stifler's a dick and he gets his. Yeah, he, yeah, he comes in, he passes out, and it's awesome. And, you know, it's a nice transitional film because they, you know, they're moving on to their college years and we didn't think at the time when we saw it probably, or the people originally who saw it, but, like, we watched kind of their whole lives play out, uh, this gang. But, uh, it's a, it's a good transitional, but one of my favorite things is they meet and they're talking about, like, the next chapter and Oz does not say whether, he, I think he says they didn't have sex, I don't know. They could have. They didn't. The point is, like, he doesn't kiss and tell. Yeah. What does Jim say at the end? He's just like, I was used. Yeah, he's just happy just like, about it, right? Yeah. And then he, <laughs> I think he mentions something. He's like, oh, Nadia might visit or whatever. Yeah, she might Or does to- Jim's dad say, not, no, not Nadia's on the phone. I think he's just, Jim's in his room. And then, uh, oh, Jim, no, Jim is dancing for Nadia at the end. Oh, that's what it is. Like, over and then, the and then yeah. his dad walks in, and, and you know, with the great Eugene Levy eyebrows, makes a look, and then it's a bare naked lady song, right? Isn't it Chicken China? Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and he I'm starts dancing a little bit and like looking at the family portrait, and just yeah, <laughs> they knew exactly. They were just like, you have to end with Eugene Levy. Like, they knew what they were doing, and it's true, you did. That's pretty much the film. I'll ask you what you thought about it. But did you know that this spawned? Four straight to DVD sequels. What? <laughs> no, I know you know, but did you know, do you know the names of them? Um, I know one's Naked Mile. Yeah, that's the second one. Okay, so it's Bandcamp, Naked Mile, yeah, band- Beta yeah. House, and The Book of Love. Ooh, and I know you know nothing about these films, or I assume. No, so, I've never seen... <laughs> I don't know anyone who has, but they have terrible reviews and ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. One of them begins with, like, I believe the main character accidentally masturbating on top of his grandmother and she dies of a heart attack. The fuck? Like, if you think these take the regular American Pies are, like, gross out, these are yeah. all about the gross out, apparently. I will never watch these films, you know? No. <laughs> I couldn't think of a good American Pie game. We should have done, like, a pie-eating contest. Yeah, that would be... I love pie. Has this ruined your opinion of pie, like like the, the VHS back set, or... No, I still I eat a lot of pie. Oh, do you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> favorite favorite pie. Ooh, that's t- I mean I do love like apple, but I love uh, a good pecan. Mm. Uh, a good rhubarb. Rhubarb's nice. 
Um, you know, some, I mean, you know, it's like summer season, like I love a pumpkin in like the fall and winter, yeah. you know. I like, I like a key lime pie, but like Ooh, a real yeah. key lime pie with key limes is Oh, oh I love, world. I love banana cream. Oh, banana cream. I'm a big banana cream guy. Yeah. My classic American pie is not apple, it's cherry. Oh, um, well. it, it's easy to fuck up a cherry pie, but a good cherry pie is amazing. Yeah, exactly. Like apple, you're usually more like, it's like a safe bet. You know? It's more consistent apple pie. Yeah. But like a good cherry pie is pretty Yeah, good. I want like a nice chart. Chart. <laughs> tart cherry pie. That's just, yeah. A yeah, I like cherry the tart, pie is known as a chart. Cherry pie. You know what? I like this pie thing. The VHS cover was wrong. It did not change my opinions on pies because I'm not sick enough to think every time I see a pie, Jason Biggs, dick in the pie, you know? <laughs> so let's rate this movie, Kyle, and let's rate this movie on violated pies. Uh, out of how many? Five, so five violated pies, it's the best high school film ever. Zero violated pies, it should be deleted from history. Somewhere in the middle, obviously. You I'll get give it, f- out of high school movies, uh, I'll give it, for high, like a high school film, I'll give it three violated pies. Uh, hmm. for, 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 like, the, this kind of high school film, like the losing your virginity dirtier kind, I'll give it three and three quarters dirty pie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna stick with your three and three quarters because I'm giving it three. And there's, you definitely like this movie and this series way more than I do. And I don't want to give this a two point something because it is, it's an iconic film. It's dated. It could not and should not be made today. But it is iconic, and I did laugh at a lot of scenes, and I did like it at a certain time, you know. So I'm going to give it the three. I'm going to get. Where was your three and three quarter pies? Sure. Where's the other? Did you do something with the other quarter of the pie, Kyle? Uh, I practiced. (laughs) (laughs) What's third base like? Warm quarter of a pie. It's more the proper shape, if you think about it. <laughs> Did you make an Alamode joke? No. I feel like I feel like that's a way you would go. <laughs> no, more like the whipped cream. I don't know. Ah, the whipped cream, yeah. No, cherry Alamode on top. Would not be, would not be too pop, pleasant. Pop the cherry on top. It's too easy. So any, any other thoughts on American Pie? Um, you know, I mean, that there's four junk movies because of it, but I think, like, the four that are of their series, I don't know, it was a you know, it's a it's a decent it's a decent enough series, but it's it's dated, like you said. But they're you know they they have a little moment, but they're definitely they're for our generation. If you grew up with them, like I wouldn't expect you know. Yeah, it would be very hard for somebody now to get into them who'd never seen yeah. them before. You know. Yeah, because kids are fucking sexting one another. So <laughs> true. That's a good point. It's not as timeless as some other high school films. No. That I bet people at the time thought it was going to be timeless, and it. It didn't age as well as it should have, but it's not a terrible film, you know. It's just it aged as well as Tara Reid. <laughs> Stop. She does great things like Sharknado now. No, no, no. Sorry, not a not a rarely a sci-fi channel movie. <laughs> Fair. Okay, look, it didn't it didn't age well, but it's not terrible. So, Kyle, you mentioned it before. I know you have at least one thing to promote. So, what are you up to these days? Tell the slumber party audience. Tell the other slumbers. Well, as far as what I'm up to that's podcast related, um, I am, uh, this episode is, uh, you know, in June, right? So, 
early June. Um, so come early to mid July. Uh, my new podcast, Foodie Films, I will be releasing on the Cage Club Podcast Network. That's cageclub.me.me. M-E. And uh, while this is not a food film, so there will not uh, be I would a argue episode. Uh, it won't be, there will not be a full episode dedicated to American Pie, but there definitely, I'm gonna do segments where I, uh, discuss with my guests, like, besides the movie that we're just discussing, we'll talk about, we'll probably pick out of, like, a chef's hat or something, (laughs) a a random scene of a, you know, food scene from a movie. So, you know, movies that have great food scenes, but aren't food films, like, you have your, I mean, a couple of scenes, like the jail scene and then cooking the sauce scene, like in, uh, Goodfellas, you have the food fight scene and i mean so many food fight scenes from hook to animal house this you clearly have the apple pie so there will be this this will be discussed on foodie films but not to at such a full uh detail so if you didn't get enough of american pie you get a little bit more uh, just another slice right kyle you get a little just slice another- of the pie yeah. On foodie films. No, can't, can't. mode. <laughs> nice. I'm looking forward to that podcast because I like podcasts that, I mean, I'm always hungry, but I like podcasts that like make me hungry, like more hungry, you know? I'm like, we're oh, just there'll be some fun, like, you know, besides the posting of trailers. Like, I want to, we'll be posting recipes for like the big, you know, meal of the, that's the great thing. A lot of, I've been finding a lot of films, people have gone out of their way to like, type out if the film didn't do it itself like a great movie like chef like john favreau made it a point to like like i think it was on even on the vinyl that i you know got for you and i got for myself that it gave the recipe for the uh cubano sandwich Mm -hmm. and all that stuff I uh, see. I like podcasts or i like reading things well there's not too many podcasts about it so but like i like reading things and i like videos where when i look into my freezer and i see the DiGiorno pizza i say that's not good enough you know, yes. <laughs> every day should be a treat. No DiGiorno pizza today. I don't care what the commercial says. I'm, you know, no diss of DiGiorno pizza. I'm just saying, treat yourself better with a fancy ass meal. I love, yeah, I love watching. That's the tough thing about f- foodie films is because you need to make sure you just had a great meal or you have like a snack around and then you're like preparing for like to go out after, <laughs> you know, cooking yourself. But, you know. Awesome. So, Kyle, where can people find you? What are your hashtags? I love when you share them. Uh, well, people can currently find me on uh, Instagram and Facebook, but Instagram is my main thing. So, Visual guy, visual guy. Yeah, Kyle's underscore here underscore now. Uh, and then I'm definitely going to set one up for foodie films. So, uh, and then check that, you know, just Google that on, I'm not, sorry, search that on Facebook. And you'll find foodie films, and then you'll see the Instagram from there that I'm going to set up for it. Yeah, and, and if you're listening to this podcast now, you can find that podcast in the same place you're listening to it. If it's yes. out yet, you know. <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah, that's that's pretty much, uh, you know. And Oh, my, I'm sorry, my hashtags. I have so many these days. I have my classic hashtag, talk to me, babe. Uh, El Hamon. The ham. Yeah, Mr. Fahrenheit. That's uh, a newer one. That's a newer one. Uh, what have I I've been doing for my more pictures that I'm proud that I'm like, oh, that's actually some good, you know, like framing in a decent picture. I, I got a Kyle's eye, I call it. Uh, but yeah, you know, <laughs> food, foodie films. Yeah, I'm de- gonna have some fun uh, hashtags for that. So uh, check them out when. Uh, and like I said, you'll you'll see it on uh, 
Cage Club website and, uh, hopefully, and I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll let Brian know when there's more exact date. Maybe he can announce it also on his, on, on here. On Definitely Club. will. And you'll be on again, Kyle. Thanks so much for coming to the slumber party. I guess it's time for us Thank to you. go to bed, right? Curl into our yeah. sleeping bags and, and hit the hay. <laughs> I actually started yawning after a fake yawn. Uh, <laughs> now you're going to make all our listeners yawn because yawns are contagious. I like that power. <laughs> <laughs> the power you have over them. Well, thanks again, Kyle. Like I said, you'll be on again. Thank you. So have a good a, one. Always a treat. So once again, big thank you to Kyle. Always great having him on. I know I say that a lot, but again, me and Kyle have spent a lot of hours podcasting together, so it always comes... I guess a little natural to us. Not that we're great at it, but we just... These are just the conversations about film that we're always having, just as friends that go way back. And, you know, I really appreciate him coming on for American Pie. Can't wait for his Foodie Films podcast to come out. That's going to be really fun. And, wow, all that pie talk got me hungry again. (laughs) So, what'd you think? I mean, like I said at the beginning of the show, I want to hear your commentary. Social media... That's where it's at. That didn't really exist when I was in high school. Did it? No, no. Because Facebook came out, like, when I got to college. Social media, I guess, in high school was, like, MySpace, which I didn't really have. I might have had. Um, I used a lot of AIM. I don't know if that counts as social media. I feel like text messaging replaced AIM. I don't know. Anyway, so your homework assignments, right? So you know homework assignment one. Get John Cusack not to block me. That would be very, very nice. Just send him a tweet, and I know you might fear that he might block you, but at least you'll be on the right side of history. You know what I'm saying? So homework assignment two, and I guess to some the more important one, watch next week's movie. And next week's movie is D3, The Mighty Ducks. So it's the third in a series Obviously, the Mighty Ducks films, hockey films, and let's play the trailer. Since its inception, Eden Hall Academy has taken great pride in its tradition of excellence. And so today, we proudly open our doors by a full scholarship to a truly gifted group of student-athletes. Hi, we're the Ducks. The Mighty Ducks are back. School looks stuffy, but... We'll loosen it up, my coach. I'm not going to be your coach this year, Charlie. They've got a new coach. What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Don't try to suck up to me, Averman. They've got a new school. Every Monday, you'll have a practice quiz. And anytime I feel like it, you'll have a surprise exam. But it's the same old duck attitude. I'm a goalie, not a skater! Same old ducks. My dad said I better stay in on scholarship or he whipped my butt. We're the new hockey team, and you are... Varsity, the only hockey team. Just wait till we hit the ice, and they get to see the real Mighty Ducks. I don't like you, pukes. Who took my clothes? Oh, man. We gotta respond. Ever see what liquid nitrogen does to your clothes? Ducks. The ducks are dead. You're breaking up the best thing any of us ever had. It's time to grow up. JV Varsity Games on Friday. Then we'll show the whole school what a joke you really are. I want a piece of these guys. This fall, the coolest team on ice. 
is learning there's more to playing the game. It's not just about hockey than they ever imagined. We need to beat the varsity, but the board could take away your scholarships. Don't be careless, but don't be too careful either. I told him that you were the heart of the team. You cannot be afraid to lose. You know we're going to hurt you. Bring it on. The Mighty Ducks. Quack, quack. And our guest next week will be an old friend of mine, a big hockey fan, Chris Carroll. So you definitely want to tune into that. D3, The Mighty Ducks. Very different movie than American Pie. So it's about that time, right? About that time to go to bed. So thanks so much for joining my slumber party. You can like us on Twitter, follow us on Facebook, listen to us on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, anywhere where you get your podcasts. Obviously, you know how to listen to a podcast because you're listening to this one. Thanks so much, as always. Listen to the other great shows on the Cage Club Podcast Network. That's cageclub.me, cageclub.me. I leave you with little bare naked ladies. Appropriate. Later, dudes. It's been one week since you looked at me. Cut your head to the side and said I'm angry. Five days since you laughed at me. You're saying get back together, come back and see me. Three days since the living room. I realized it's all my fault, but couldn't tell you. Yesterday you'd forgiven me, but it'll still be two days till I say I'm sorry. Hold it now, I want to hoodwink. Does it make you stop? Think you'll think you're looking at Aquaman. I summon fish to the dish, although I like the shallow Swiss. I like the sushi, cause it's never touch a frying pan. Hot like wasabi when I bust rhymes. Big like Leanne rhymes, because I'm all about value. Bert Campers got the mad hits. You try to match wits, you try to hold me but a bust through. Can I make a break and take a pick out like a sink and they can shake out like vanilla? It's the finest of the flavors. Gotta see the jokers and you'll know the vertigo is gonna go, cause it's so dangerous you'll have to sign a waiver. Can I help it if I think you're funny when you're mad? Trying hard not to smile though I feel bad. I'm the kind of guy who laughs at a funeral. Can't understand what I mean, well you soon will. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.